So I've just seen, right, that everything yeah. has changed in terms of the layout of this live now. Um, mine's looking pretty much the same, to be fair. Maybe you need to update your rap, mate, because mine's looking all I, kudu kudu kada kada. It's wild, bro. I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. I don't want to do that. What's been happening? Talk to me. Talk to me. Welcome. Boy, How's your week? Boy, how was my week? I mean, how long have we got for that? the answer to that question? Oh, um, good, as I'm yeah. talking to you, I'm multitasking because I'm sending this out live out to people. Sure, but sure. Um, my week has been, it's been a blessed week. You know, I've got the full family staying mm-hmm. uh, in the house. So, yeah, we've been cracking on. Uh, How are you finding I've that? I've been a bit, yeah, calm, calm. It's ain't, ain't nothing but a thing. You know, <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing but a thing. No, I'm saying. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying so. Yeah, it's, it's it's been cool, man. It's been cool. Everyone is good. Everyone is blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean that's enough. I've just sent them in by that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, I've been a bit. I'm not gonna lie. I've been a bit. Um, I've been a bit wishy washy. Is the term I'm gonna use with okay. my exercise this week, which I'm not happy with in hindsight. But I oh, think yeah. I just needed to have like a, a a bit of a lazier week this week. I just felt the need. Mm-hmm. I'm totally honest with you. You know, sometimes it gets like that. I mean, I've been going hard for like the past two and a half months. So I thought this week I have a little bit of a slow down one. I still got a, a good couple workouts in, but I just didn't do it every day as I would have done. And yeah, yeah, that's about all I've got to write home about. New passion found though, bro. I have found a box set. Because okay. you know, like, reason why I say that, you know, um, since the... uh. What do you call it? Since the pandemonium has happened, mm-hmm. um, obviously pandemonium. Anything that starts with the word pan means pandemic, but we just remix it, yeah. Yeah. So since the pandemonium happened, um, all of my TV shows that are you know my go tos. I mean, I'm I'm deep in seasons and seasons of s- series mm-hmm. have all stopped filming. So where I should be now on season four or five of this show or that show. There's no, you know what I'm saying? It's just all in a pause. So I've, I've done some stuff. Like, I, I, did, a, I did a thing where, like, I mean, I'm, I, when I say this, I'm talking about over the last, you know, two months, right? Right. I watched all of the Marvels. All of them. <laughs> or I, maybe not all of them. The ones that were a bit fuzzy in memory. Right. I rewatched them. Okay. And that just made me, that just made me think, like, wow, the writing behind this whole, I don't know what you call it, series universe whatever we're calling this marvel situation the writing behind it is absolutely amazing because some of the movies or the majority of their movies are two hours plus yeah do you get what i'm saying yeah. so anyway so i've done all of that and then i'm bored again i bought a book started reading my book but i just needed something to watch do you get what i'm saying so hey. long that, that's all the prefix what i'm getting to is i've started watching vikings have you seen it no i haven't Haven't. You haven't watched Vikings? No, I haven't watched Vikings, bro. Bro, the reason why I couldn't get into Vikings prior Mm -hmm. is because Game of Thrones was just two levels for absolutely everything out. Do you get what I'm saying? Like anything in that realm of, you know, like medieval or, or in this case, Anglo-Saxon kind of, you know, like back in the day kind of series. It was just Game of Thrones or nothing for me personally. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So now that I've kind of got Game of Thrones out of my system for, a, I mean, when did Game of Thrones finish? That, did that finish in 2018 or 19? 19. Okay. So I'm, well, either either way, I'm definitely a year plus beyond Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I've given Vikings a watch 
And I'm telling you, man, I'm in. I'm in this series. Like, I've binged it. I'm watching, like, four or five episodes a day. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, in the, in the, in the Twilight Zone. I've not even been in Clubhouse this week because I've just been viking Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's I'm, been happening. I'm pleased for you. I'm pleased you, you found really? something to... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. I've, um, so, what are you saying? How's your week been, mate? What's been going on? I've I've had quite a good week, to be honest. I've um, made some fundamental changes to just make sure that I'm getting through this uh, deep pan pizza in the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, just in my home life and in my scheduling and stuff, what I'm focusing on, what I'm spending more time on. And it's paid dividends straight away. Like I've done, I've been able to secure a couple of things that are really going to, really going to change things. I have to say, sorry to anyone watching, if you see me wincing right now, yeah. I've got a shooting pain running down the side of my neck and I can't turn to the right. So I'm doing oh. that. Yeah, I'm doing oh, up all of that. Mad. So if you see me wincing, apologies. I'm not like farting on the low or whatever. I'm literally are you, just. Are, are you sure, brother? Are you sure you're not letting? I might drop? drop one or two little ones. <laughs> Hopefully the mic don't pick them up. But yeah, do your roll call, bro. I'm gonna do the house rules. And um, I joined a yeah. bit late, so there's people in there. Shouts out to Bowie's with us. Shouts out to Kelly Agbo. Shouts out to Fab. Shouts out to Miss Tika V. I hate it when it does this. And one other. Shouts out to DJ Mystery J. Shouts out to Big Rebs. Shouts out to Lily Julian. Shouts out to Shiz McNaughty. Shouts out to Antigua Jamaica. I love that name, man. It's a big Shouts name, out to Jano. Um, 28. Shouts out to Matt Curran, I believe. Shouts out to Atty Payne. Shouts out to Anime. Shouts out to TSVXO. And shouts out to Rin Rin Enthi. Pick up your status. So that's all we got on the roll call for just now. But yeah, man, let's 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 get down to business. I ain't got no time to mess around. What if this? Once again, I apologize for those of you streaming live right now for my late arrival. It was a dinner, um, it was a dinner situation, but we've remedied it, and here we are today doing the business. So what are you so, saying to me? So quick, quick, I don't even know where to point anymore. I think it's still down at the bottom. If yeah, you have 100%. a comment in the comments and you want us mm-hmm. to reply to it. Because these comments will fly during the course of this hour, hour and a half, two hours, we might miss something. So if you want to draw something specifically to our attention, a comment or a question, make sure you use the questions box at the bottom and we will try to get to it in due course. But we do have a lot to talk about. Thank you for joining us. Like I said, this is the Tape Podcast Live. Um, The first topic I've tried to avoid this week. Why? Because... There's just enough Higgy Haga and, and Kudukada and Wahala going on. Like, there's just too Not much Wahala, Wahala in the world. Yeah, man. There's, there's hella Wahala going on in the world already. And then I just saw this come up and I just thought, I need to avoid this expeditiously. But, um, oh, but, I, feel as though, <laughs> but I feel as though you've tabled it and this is the role in it. Well, you you know table it, it we discuss you know it. So. Do you know what it was? So, um, oh my word, I don't think she's in the chat at the moment. Um, I can't remember who it was. I want to, no, I'm not going to call the name and say I said no, right, the wrong name. But right. basically, one of our faithful listeners, someone mm-hmm. that, that is a regular attendee, we'll call them, regular mm-hmm. taker, hit me up on the DM and was like, yo, you need yo, to get into this dog. live. Like, you know the yo with bare O's? It wasn't like yo, it was a yo. It was yeah? a mazine. Um, yeah, so hit me up like, yo, this live is going on right now. Like, this mm. live is happening right now. You need to check it out. Victims of 
Mr. C- Mr. Is his name Clifton Harris? Clifford. Uh, Clifford Harris. <laughs> and Tamika. Mr. and Mrs. Harris. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Harris. So I was like, I mean, it, I, was, I was just learning of what was happening at that time. So I yeah. clicked onto it. And admittedly, I didn't stay in the um, live for too long. Yeah. But what I was hearing, I was like, in the words of Mr. Harris himself, well, damn. <laughs> I was like, what is actually, what All is right. actually? So give the people a brief, a brief synopsis of, oh my God, this tremor okay. is kicking in. Hold on. Okay, give so the, are you feeling good now, yeah? <laughs> I'm, well, I'm floating. I mean, Let's do it. The information that I was able to gather, mm-hmm. right? There is a lady... Um, I've written this in the notes. Where's the, I wrote the name down. There was a lady called Sabrina Patterson. Now, she was apparently uh, a friend to begin with That's of right. the Harris family. And they'd fallen out. They'd had issues, etc., etc. Yeah. And she um, claimed mm-hmm. that the Harrises attempted to coerce her, or if I don't even know if that's the correct terminology, but they attempted to you know, entice her into the boudoir, <laughs> a.k.a. the bedroom. <laughs> Why are you dressing yeah. this up? I'm no, because I'm with you. Go on, go The claim was, the claim was, yeah. she'd been taken into the bedroom, she'd been um, told, asked to commit sexual acts with um, the family, yeah. and then things went a bit sour, and she claimed that Tip put a gun to her head. Now we do know her, he likes his firearms. That is oh, no, well established. So. That is an under that is an understatement yeah. of, of his love of his passion for his firearm. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's, he's a big fan of the First Amendment, the right to bear yeah, he, arms. He, he, Definitely is. So so this is so this was the claim. So that was the original claim, and that I, I believe that was actually tabled a few years ago. Yeah. But what's now happened is that um this same Sabrina Patterson has encouraged others who have had similar experiences mm-hmm. with the Harrises to come forward anonymously mm-hmm. and she will then read out or, you know, explain on their behalf because right. she's not afraid right. to step into the limelight and address the Harrises head on. Okay. That was the claim. So other people have come through that um, they've, there's, there's other people that are saying they've had a gun held to them. There's other people saying that they were drugged. There's other people saying that they, they, they went in. Drugged? Um, yeah, there are other ladies that claim that they went into um, an apartment with the Harrises and woke up naked and what? in pain, not knowing. This is, this is, these are the claims that had been made, okay. not knowing what had actually happened to them. Yeah. They, they were, they, you know what I'm saying? They had no recollection. They just woke up and were, had felt sore pains and body parts, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, this, so... The, the the claims are bananas. Super you know bananas. The, the, what the, in the, the Michael claims. Barrymore is going on what, over here, bro? Uh, not Michael Barrymore, bro. <laughs> Michael Barrymore. Sorry. He was sorry. a guy. So that happened. And then there was a... That happened. And for a couple of days, it was kind of like complete media silence from the Harrises. Mm. And then the Harrises' lawyers made a statement. That statement, I read it was on Hot 97, I believe, that I saw. And just the majority... At DJ Academics might have all posted it. The majority of the American sure blog did, yeah. sites. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the majority of the um American blog sites were posting the statement from the lawyer. Yeah. And then I wanna say yesterday, it might have been Friday, but I saw it yesterday. Right. TI posted a video. 
Now, this video, depending on your, <laughs> depending on your view, Sorry, depending, on up, your, depending on your, depending on your, yeah, depending on your already established views of this situation. Yeah. Right. Just led to more questions, bro. Any minute because, now. Because I mean, the highlights from Ti's, uh, Ti's video was that he said, "Now we're not going." Well, what, what, he's like, what we're not going to do... What we're not going to do... He's like, what we're not going to do is open the door to the bedroom. That's what we're not going to do, me and my wife. We're not going to open the door. So he was not opening the door to his and his wife's bedroom behaviour. But he did, he did... What he then said was that anybody... And this was when I was like, oh, you've just opened a can of worms, bro. Yeah. He said anybody that has been into the bedroom with him and his wife yeah. has done so consensually. Oh, not consensually. Consent is important. Consensually. Consent I mean, is necessary. It's, it's very important. You yeah, can't... I mean, without let, consent, let me get my like, Let me get my stress relief <laughs> incense because I know I'm going to be stressed. Like, let me get my stress relief I just want to know how incense. many amenities you're going to pick up from underneath. Bro, I might need so it tonight. So far, we've got sage. We've had incense. <laughs> I want to know what's going to come next, bro. bro. Bringing them out. But anyway, so, this oh, is, so this bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth. I mean, I don't know if YTI found it, um, you know, a reason to draw for that sample. But anyway, so so that's what that's what's happened. So I mean, it's, it's, there's a media frenzy. Ti has come forward. He said a lot of things. He said that you know any woman. He said he said he's, he said that um, people making these accusations have confessed, and he claims yeah. to have proof. He said they have confessed that um, to just be making allegations for clout. Egregiously said, yes. appalling allegations is what I, I'm reading. Agree, ag yeah, egregiously appalling allegations. Um, just for clout, he's claiming. And he said, and, and, and I have proof of it. He also said that he believes that women that do things like this, which was interesting. And I, mm. I, whether we agree with T.I. or not, or whether we, whether we believe T.I. is innocent or not, what he said was women that make um, claims for the sake of making claims mm -hmm. um, put people that are actually uh, victims In into a shady space. Yeah. yeah because yeah. it's hard to understand the truth. It's the cry wolf. The clout the, chase. Yeah. It's the cry wolf kind of ideology. Exactly. I understand. So, that. He's, yeah. so he said that. And I was like, do you know what? It's real. He, 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 he went on and he said, Many things he said that any woman that has been, you know, abused or anybody that's been abused should come forward and abusers should be dealt with um, accordingly. Expeditiously. But he, expeditiously. <laughs> but he said that himself and yeah. his wife have yeah. absolutely nothing, nothing, nothing to do with any kind of abusing and drugging any women. And right. I was just like, wow, this developed extremely quickly. What are you saying to me? As I sit, okay. Mind. So oh, you're bringing I'm, up, you're bringing up sage and bloody incense. Watch what I'm bringing up. Oh, bro, not the sugars, <laughs> not not the fructose. <laughs> oh no, no, no. This, this, I have you know that this is a Coke Zero. I'm glad. Anyway. I'm glad. I'm glad. Okay, so I've done some um, detective so, inspector, some cursory reading, some very, very, <laughs> very light reading around the subject. Mm -hmm. Mainly according to this woman's Instagram where she seems to be doing all of her press conferences. She does like an Instagram press conference, this woman. Um, mm. And it, if it turns out that these allegations are erroneous or false mm. in any kind of way, that is a lot. That's the first mm. thing I'm going to say. That is a lot. 
but there is something to be said for there's no smoke without fire because it's quite alarming that at the moment she opened herself up. It's funny, we've got some Americans in the room. They'll corroborate what I'm about to say. So, you know, when yeah. like someone takes, ah, let's not get political. When someone takes um, a medication from Pfizer and then yeah. they get sick or, or whatever. You can't get any more political than Pfizer at the than moment. Than Pfizer, that's, yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, so they, they will go and sue the company, but more often than not, because of the size of the company, an individual can't take on the conglomerate. So what they will do is they will find other people who've got similar claims and they will come forward in what they call a class action. So mm. Pfizer might be sued by 30 people at a time. This woman's put herself up as the head of this quote unquote class, class action. action against the Harrises. Um, and so many people have come forward. That's what's really scary. Mm. Um, I can't speak to the truth of whether or not this has happened because Believe it or not, I've never shared a bed with the Harris family, um, mm -hmm. matriarch and patriarch. So I can't mm -hmm. speak to that. But what I will say is that mud sticks. Mud mm. definitely sticks. And the fact that so many people have come forward would suggest to me that even if the extent of the allegations aren't true, there are facets of the allegations which may prove mm. Like, if they could turn around and say, you know what, it's difficult because T.I. and his wife are putting their business on every channel on America because they've got about three different family hustle type um, oh, really? they're, they're, documentary. They're, they're, yeah, they do like the family documentary. Yeah, the Pickney's got one. The two youngest have got one. One of them wants to be a rapper. Like, they're all doing it. So it's not even mm. like they could say, um, oh, so what was the colour of the bedroom walls? And they say grey because all you had to do is watch season three, episode five. And you could tell the whole house decor. Do you know what I mean? But if they came through with very specific facts that could be proven, mm. then it would now like call it birthmark here on his <laughs> dingling. Yeah, literally. Like then it could. Then it. Yeah. Then we're starting to get into the to the realms of this is a little bit tricky. Um, mm. My thing is though. Go on. I don't know why my voice went higher. There. It's the travel yeah. My thing is, these people have enough money mm. to move a little bit better than this. Like, the first thing that I don't really jive with is drugging anyone for sex. Like, I think that's just weird. Because I think if you need to involve, like, intoxicants in the, in the process, then mm -hmm. that would give me an inkling that whatever you're about to do isn't something that in their sober mind they might consent to. So already mm -hmm. I have issues with that. Do you get what I'm you've saying? Like, got, you've already got demonic, <laughs> demonic yeah, desires. Yeah, like, mm, it's <clears throat> not, there's, there's a fly yeah. in, the, in the stew like, at this point. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Um, yeah. if, 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 if someone was open and willing to do whatever and whatever and whatever and comfortable with doing whatever and whatever, whatever, then drugs wouldn't necessarily need to be part of the deal as she's describing. She's describing like the on entry, like Jeeves comes through with a tray, uh, Percocet, mm. madam. Like, and they literally have to take like whatever. I want to say something. I want to say something. And this mm -hmm. is something that I've noticed, not from the Harrises, but in rapper culture, mm. where they talk about having sex on Percocet. Yeah. Like it's a thing. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like me personally, I've never, I've never popped a perk. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm. Any, the only kind of pills that I've ever taken in my life have been medicinal. Do you get what I'm saying? Or, or It's like, that's it. Do you get what I'm saying? And I'm not even a person that even likes taking paracetamol for the sake of it. 
Like mm-hmm. a doctor had to convince me recently that I needed that it's worth it to take paracetamol because I'm just like, no, I'd much rather get everything I need from food. And if my yeah. head hurts, I just go to bed. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's something. So, so with the standpoint that I've got in general, like me, my outlook on this is going to be different. Whereas a lot of Americans, especially the rappers, this is actually seen as kind of like a normal thing to do. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to say that that makes it okay. But I'm just trying to give a little bit of context. In terms well, we got of the Americans the in the room. Sequence. We got Americans in the room. Do you do you concur with Ill's kind of take on it? Like I I know that Percocet definitely isn't something that's proliferated in the mm. UK. It's not it's not a drug yeah. that we kind of turn to. I know it's much more broadly used in the states and stuff. But is that mm. really a thing? Is that a culture? Do Americans do well, this it, whole like? I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm obviously I don't live out there, but I'm getting my mm. thing from my intake of the music. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? Like I remember Meek Mill uh, specifically talking about how he had an addiction mm. to Burks at one point, but mm-hmm. that's when he was going through what he was going through, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I'm, uh. I'm not gonna think. I think what, what my kind of takeaway from the whole thing is, is that, and I, yeah, I understand where you, you're going with the uh, mud sticks, right? Mm. My thing is that th- that to me. I think T.I. almost confirmed that in this marriage, they're sharing the bedroom. Things are going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like, are going Confirmed. Oh, like, it's as good much. as confirmed. Things he are going He said, we're not going to... When he said, we're not going to open the door to what goes on in the bedroom, but anything bedroom. that goes on in the bedroom is consensual. I said, yeah. rah! Yeah. So, because, yeah. so, and for that reason, that would... That would um, make it easy for people to come forward because mm. multiple people have obviously been in this environment. They've been married for how many years? So and over those years, yeah, like there could Things be mad numbers of there could be mad numbers of of invitees. <laughs> and the worst part of it is, ain't they got like twenty four picnics? When do they find a quiet time in the house enough to have house guests over, bro? Like well, literally, ain't know. someone like, running around at all times? At all, but but so this is the thing. They're saying that they were going to apartments in Atlanta. It wasn't actually their, their, their where home. they live. Okay. They were going, so maybe they've got a condo somewhere. A little, I'm, yeah, I'm, duplex. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, were, yeah, so yeah, they were saying yeah, they were yeah. going to apartments or whatever. And I was just like, well, damn. No, I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> you get what I'm you. saying? So it's one of them things, man. But I Bruh, mean, it's like... You know what as well, though, yeah, Ill? Like, because obviously mm. being around certain people, I'm not going to name drop because my neck is yeah. too stiff to be picking up names. But yeah. like we've been around certain people who are in the public eye on a major scale. Yeah. We've been in their environments. We see yeah. how it works. We see how certain times they can't even go and buy a milk and eggs in their pajamas and Uggs without paparazzi yeah. and all of these things. Yeah, mm. and I understand that when you get to a certain level of fame or or um, infamy, whatever you're famous mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your life doesn't become your own anymore. So if you know that you're already into these kind of freaky deaky settings, <laughs> alternative entertainments, like if you know you're already into these kind of swingers or, or open relationship or whatever, 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 you've kind of got to know that at some point someone's going to come out. So you have to have like a watertight ship, don't you, really? Well, and you then, would and assume. What, so. Well, you would hope. You would hope because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you're protecting your investments and whatever and your brand, you would know that something like this could be devastating 
to your brand. And then, and then it begs the question again then. So Mm. NDAs, even though we know these days NDAs aren't worth the paper they're printed on because Mm. the shade room will pay for your legal costs when you break the NDA, just so they can break the story. So NDAs don't really mean, unless NDAs come with a, with a jail sentence, I don't Mm. think NDAs are ever going to be the, the, deterrence that people think NDAs are mm. the deterrent sorry but I I'm just kind of thinking to myself if I was the Harris's PR company now I would be kind of saying listen I can't stop T.I. and Tamika from getting freaky deaky on a Friday but mm. here's how we here's how we curtain off the boudoir like do you know what I mean yeah pick yeah. from Pick from a list of vetted candidates. From what I was reading, it almost sounds like Not he's the going candidates, to... candidates, bro. Bro, just <laughs> candidates, like sexual candidates. Vetted, whatever vetted, you, vetted candidates. candidates. Like, here, are, from what... here are the trusted lists. That yeah, the trust, yeah, the list. Oh, the, my the, word. The list of trust. The list of trust. The list of trust. Like, the trust what it circles, sounds like right. to me is like mm. T.I.'s at a show and he's, what you know about there? And we oh. getting hype. And can uh, not oh, I was about to call her Candy there. That was a libel waiting to happen. And yeah, yeah. Um, and tiny. Um, Tamika Tiny is going. Are you shorty in the blue dress? Are you baby like or whatever? And just cherry picking from the front row. That's wild, that bro. Wild. That is, that is wild. wild. And then the worst that thing as well. Wildest. That what is happens? The when a fan meets their hero, the first thing they want to do is tell the world that they've met. Oh, can I get a picture? You're not taking a picture for your own record. You're taking a picture to put it up and say, oh, look, this is me and, I don't know, Jonathan Ross or who, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, Sorry to yeah, pick on yeah. Jonathan. But, um, so in that sense, it doesn't make sense to me how you would ever think these people are going to keep quiet about any dalliances that they have with you. You're a star. They are in your midst they're going to want to talk about it. Do you get what I'm saying? Even if, even, even if, even mm. if they was on some, yeah, come back to the boudoir, but me and my, my wife are getting busy, but you guys can just watch. Of course they're going to talk about that. Oh, the night I spent with T.I. and Tiny. Find out my sordid story in the Sunday mirror. Like, you know it's going to happen. Like, you absolutely is, know. Right, yeah, but you've, we've seen I mean, it how many times? The thing, the thing what I was thinking, the thing what I was thinking, the only thing like, I kind of ain't mentioned about what I was thinking. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, I almost want to say culturally, yeah, mm. because obviously the English are seen to be, you know, prudes. Do you get what I'm saying? Or the British are prudes, like, do you get what I'm saying? But out there, it just seems, it just seems like wildness is normal. Yeah. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, it appears that way. Like, the thing is, the thing is, like, nobody, like, this is the thing. Like, I don't know if it's because TI is actually respected by other people, but nobody's coming forward and, like, and appearing that this is, like, like something that's never been heard of before. To be shocked like, it's by. Like, yeah, no one's shocked by this behaviour. No it's by. like, ah, oh, they got caught. Yeah. You know them ones there? Like, everyone's doing it. Dominique's saying people bad. are taking the piss out of marriage. Yeah, yeah no, but it's funny because this was, that's, what, that's where I'm going. I'm a married man. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't understand how the conversation goes. Like, on a big man team. Hey, yo, babes, what are you saying? Like, how you doing this weekend? Should we go... <laughs> Should we go down the road quickly and just pick a, pick a random and yeah, invite them into the... Like, can do you we, know what I'm saying? Can like, we dip off to Lidl real quick? Yeah, Catch a couple yeah, bodies. 
I reckon we could catch a body in, in like catch the veg section. You know, just find someone shopping for, for some idol and we're good. You get me? Like, but do you get what I'm saying? It's mad, oh, my bro. Neck hurts, it's bro. mad. My neck hurts. <laughs> it's mad. It's mad. And then it's like, I, I don't understand it. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to judge. I'm not trying down to judge. In at all. A it goes oh, down in the little. It goes down in the little. It's going down in the little. It goes down in the little. Bro. Like, I just don't understand it, bro. Like, oh, I don't understand this it. Like, it, like, this is no, it is wild. This is absolutely wild. Wild. It is wild. One sec. That talk comes with time and trust, if ever. I hear you. I hear you. But it just seems that, like, in, in America, it's just normal. Like, for example, this was something that kind of I will always remember. Yeah. So... Um, I think Nicki Minaj, for example, was having an argument with um, oh, what's her name? Fat Joe's uh, Remy Ma. What's her name? Remy Ma. Thank you very much. Yeah, so they right. were having a little argument with Remy Ma. Now, apparently, um, backstory is that Remy Ma went to jail for a period of time. Yeah, and her husband was outside. Papoose. Right, and Nicki Minaj was saying, "So wait, you went to jail." For this period of time, and you couldn't even buy your husband a woman. And I was just like... Wait, 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 wait. What? Buy from where? What? Amazon. This what is do you what mean I'm buy saying. a woman? This is what I'm saying. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it a lot more politically correct yeah. than how Nicki Minaj said it. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But obviously, yeah. she's saying you've gone to jail for a period of time, and you've not even like let your husband get busy in these streets giving him giving him um creative license to express creative himself license to ro- and horizontally I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah i was just like and americans on okay are like nikki like yeah like yeah, yeah like you're and i'm just thinking like hold on like do you that's what? wild that's wild <laughs> like, hold on wait 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 so if the un- so if the unfortunate occurrence is to happen and man is to go and and spend some time in her majesty's presence Man's supposed to say, yo, fam, babes, one yeah, yeah, yeah. what, like, but, to the, but in that scenario, it was just seen as normal. And I, my, my mind was blown. I can't unforget hearing that from Nikki. I Do mean, it's, it's, no, I hear you. And I think it's difficult for me to, to, to empathize with the situation. Obviously, it's well documented that I'm a virgin. So I don't necessarily get it. <laughs> I don't know why he's laughing. I don't know why yeah. he's laughing. It's well documented. It's quite, it's common knowledge at this stage that I'm yeah. a virgin. So I don't necessarily understand the urges that a married man would go through. However, <sighs> if I was to try and put myself in the mind of a married man, I would assume yeah. that mm. if obviously, say for example, if my wife was in a lo- long custodial term or whatever, mm-hmm. that the, the distance would make the heart and other loins go fond. Yeah, your loins would be fond. You would yes. have fond loins. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's also well documented that black men don't cheat. So I don't know that Papoose, and Papoose is blackity black, blackity black, black, blackity black, black. So he's blick. He's blickety black. He's noir. <laughs> he's midnight. But, but he's 11.59. But this is, well, this, is the, this is the point that I'm getting to. Mm. Like we're talking about cheating. That's not seen as cheating. No, it's not. It's not but, seen as cheating at all. I hear what you're saying. What I was getting to, though, is that, Mm. in a sense, how far wide are we opening... I was about to say legs. How far wide are we opening the gates? The gates on the the marital bed? Like, are we saying that... Are we saying, is it a hall pass ting? 
Are we saying that what the eye doesn't see, the heart won't hurt after? Like how far are we going to seek satisfaction? Let's put, yeah, well, to is, seek satisfaction. So, so this, is, this is where my mind wandered to. Now mm. me personally, the, what, the heart can grow as fond as it likes. If you're involved in a, if you're involved in a relationship of serious, of a serious relationship where you are um, a monogamous relationship. That's monogamous the word I was is important. For. Monogamous if is if important. You're, if you're involved in a monogamous relationship, you're just in a monogamous relationship. Like as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But in and what I'm trying to get at is like, it's just it, it bemuses me yeah. that in other places it is seen as absolutely normal. Normal. Yeah. Right. For a you to open up the bedroom to randoms. Yeah. yeah? That one day is like, whoa, okay, okay, this is different. It's I mean, mad, it's mad, I'm, it's not, mad. I'm not judging y'all, but this is out there. Mm-hmm. And then B, if you're, if you're in a position where you're separated for a period of time, yeah. you need to be seen as spiteful for not encouraging your partner yeah. to pleasure their loins. Do you get, do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> to, like, to receive satisfaction. To, to receive satisfaction. To be satisfied, as Shakespeare like, do you get what put I'm it. Saying? Therefore, like, sir, wow, be satisfied. Bro. Yes, well. Yes, so, so yes. with this Ti and Tiny situation, it just kind of opens Pandora's box of what is action, what is correct etiquette in twenty twenty one. Etiquette, in twenty twenty one. Like in twenty twenty one, what are we actually saying about about how this thing is supposed to be conducted? Now, guys, even though okay, so even mm. though. Even though I am a virgin, as we know, oh, I have, ex- bruv, I don't really, black men don't lie either. So I don't know what you're doing, yeah. but you need to stop. Okay. okay. Even though I am a virgin, as we're all aware, mm. Um, mm. and, and, you know, we've, we all agree. Um, mm. I have been in relationships and you will know of one particular relationship that I was in for a very long time, where every time we went on holiday, we were propositioned. Um and it would be oh, by... this is information to the part. No, it isn't. Don't do that. <laughs> do not it, do that. Let's make it spicy. Go on, go on, go on. All right. Yeah. So I, I used to be in a long-term relationship, mm. um, purely holding hands, long walks, yeah. a lot Wait, of tea drinking, the... yeah, okay, mu- yeah, okay. much meditation, waiting on the rings. Yeah. And, um, and we took holidays. We take at least two holidays a year. And because mm. we were in the throes of first love and we were very much in love with each other and all the rest of it, mm. I don't know if we were touchy-feely or whatever, but other couples would come and proposition us. It was always other couples or single women would come up to us. And we went all over the world. We went on holiday in, on every continent. We literally touched every continent. Um, and one thing that we would always come back with from holiday, as well as our, as well as our pictures, would be some sort of proposition. Um, and what what... It, it, it gets mad. So what I what? Oh shit! I think <laughs> it's the painkillers. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. Mm, I think it's the painkillers. But what I am, oh, what I always kind of thought to myself is that the can of worms that that would open in a mm. monogamous relationship. Because I've only ever done monogamy. I've only ever mm. done monogamy. I've never done polyamory. Poly put mm. the kettle on. None of the polys. Mm-hmm. I don't even know no one called Polly. But yeah. in my head, the levels of stress and higgy hugger that you would have mm. to deal with, the wahala levels would go through the roof if you ever opened up your gates to the bedroom. But mm-hmm. 
from mm. the sounds of it in America, and we've got so many Americans in. So Ryan's in, Jamila's in, Tamika's yeah. just joined. I need these people yeah. to talk up because yeah, from the sounds of it, you see yeah. all of these long-term American couples that we hail like, oh, T.I. Tiny, Will Smith, Jada, mm. da 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 the mm. modern era is showing that it's not monogamous by any stretch yeah. of the I'm just waiting for Denzel's wife to come out and say, yeah, he's been honey dipping in, in the brown sugars. Everywhere. Like literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... And Shouts then out the... to, um, one sec. Shouts out to Emma Greenlee that says it's highly normal for an attractive couple to be propositioned like that. Well, thank you. We, we, we were an attractive <laughs> couple. I, I mean, I can only speak the truth what, and the truth what, is that you're not far wrong. What can one say? <laughs> Although I am a virgin. So, but yeah. what I want... Ill, I'm going to need you to be your brother's mm. keeper. Okay, I'm going to need... Okay, cool. Yeah. So, but what you're, what you're saying and what I'm saying, we're kind mm. of agreeing in the sense that maybe British people are prudes in that sense. I know... Okay, fir- okay first thing to say is in mm. terms of our, like, black couple icons, all we've mm. really got is Idris and Sabrina at that level, maybe. Maybe... Um, Crepton, what's her name? Tanisha. What's Crepton's name? Crepton and his missus, yeah. whatever. But we don't um, have like 30 years. About, even Tre- even Trevor McDonald dashed his wife, bruv. Oh, I saw Trevor <laughs> McDonald got divorced. Don't you remember, bruv? Trevor McDonald said, bong. Deep in his 80s. He said, bong. Tonight's headlines, bong. Mina want you. Bong. <laughs> Midon. Like, even he got divorced at oh, news at 10, bro. Yeah, so, man. you know what I'm saying? We've got no one to look up to and say, yeah, long what time. About the, what about the Humes, though? Did the Humes, did the Humes qualify? Do you even know who I'm talking about with the Humes? No, I don't think Ma- I do. Marvin and, Ra- Marvin and Rochelle Humes. They ain't long term, bro. They're, they're, they're local. What do you mean? They're, they're, not... they're just they're, they're just reached. They just yeah, reached. man. They're just reached. I'm talking Sasha, about the '90s, Sasha. That's it, Sasha. Yeah, yeah. Marvin and Rochelle. That's what I was talking about. The Humeses. They are the nah, Humeses. Nah, me not. Me not know them, daddy. Nah, me not. Me can't vouch for them. But what I'm saying, I'm talking like long term. I'm talking like 15 years in this, 20 years in this. Do you know what I mean? Like we've been through. Hold on. How long has Idris been with... I don't think Idris has been with his missus 15 years, you know? But it's... He, no, no, he definitely hasn't. But that's the closest we've got. Like, in terms okay. of that level of stature that an and fame... That is an interesting question. We don't really, do we? Nah, 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 nah. I mean, I'm thinking of... I'm thinking of people. People that come into mind. I mm. don't know if they're married. and Or, or it's just one-sided. All right, who's in your person, head? Who's in your head? Who, 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 who? Well, of... of no, just people are come, like are in my head. Like I don't know why Ashley Waters came to mind. I don't know why like, okay. Ashley Waters was because I know he's been with his woman for a long time. But she's but, not in the limelight. Yeah, like, she's not in the, it's, it's, it's two stars it's who came yeah. together, made mm. one big star, and now they're opening up their bedroom doors to to um yeah. to yeah, one in one one in one out. Do you know what I mean? One in one out. I mean, I, I suppose what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get at is mm. how open are heaven's gates like how open are they like what are we what are I mean, we they doing should only be a, they should only be a jar like it should only be a jar basically no 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 explain that explain that you saying, need to explain no, yourself in, what, well, what we're saying is heaven's gates yeah should be vetted you know we just went through it you should have the, the the trusted list and everything should be vetted and things should be done correctly so that's why yeah. i'm saying it should just be a jar but in case of ti and tiny 
It's yeah. sounding like one door's just shut. And Brother, wide it don't even sound like there's security. You don't even have to get a stamp on the way in and no, you don't bro, have to have a COVID just, test on the way in. out, bro. You that's need, all, all you know. need to know is where it is. As long as you know where it is. You as long as you've got the postcode, the zip code. Yeah, that's it. You're nice. Yeah, zip You're code nice. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, and yeah. the zip code's even on Google as well. It's like a wristband. You can go and come back. You know, like festivals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I was in the, this tent and then I left and I went to see the EDM tent. Yeah. But now I'm coming back to the but, to the Lover's Rock tent. Like, literally, bro. It's very okay. mad. Emma, it's said, very, very Emma mad. said, there's a fine line between heaven and hell. Dip carefully. I don't even I mean, like, I don't, I don't even like dip. I basically, I yeah. barely eat hummus to be fair. So I don't know oh. what she's dipping into. She's dipping angadang. I don't know. I'm a virgin. Yeah, that's the must story. Oh, yeah, man. So that it. was that was an interested that was an interesting uh, conversation or topic. That so what else we got topic. on the docket, man? What else is on the docket? Bro, we've had some new music from the family. The new music from the family. Oh, yeah, Let's have a quick that, talk about, about that, real quick. Um, so there were two uh, notable projects. I mean, from the music heads in the in the room, um, there are two notable projects that dropped this week out of the UK. It's getting mm-hmm. back to that. So I think the Brits should be coming up soon, if I'm not wrong. That is correct. February. It's yeah. always February. It's coming up. It's coming up to so like the, the music season is opening back up again. Sorry, so I'm just Chip, cleansing from TI Chip and Tiny. I'm just cleansing. Just, um, yeah, you've got to cleanse that way. Uh, Chip, my brother Chip has just released uh Snakes and Ladders. What's your thoughts? Project What's your thoughts? Snakes and Ladders mixtape. I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm very happy with it. with it. I'm very happy with it. I think that um, the way he started a project is how a project is supposed to start. Yeah. I thought the opening was mad. Right. What's the name of the first tune? Because you know me and Song No Goat. No Listen, goat. you see the way he rides yeah. the rhythm? Yeah, yeah. No, the, but the rhythm, the, for me, the, the rhythm, rhythm to start with. The, the rhythm. The rhythm. Was the yeah, rhythm. The rhythm was mad. You get Very so strong. That was a mad rhythm. Yeah. Yes. So... It, it was a wavy rhythm, and then once you've already got the wavy rhythm, if you can tap the pockets of the wavy rhythm, it just takes it somewhere else. So yes. yeah, so I think he started it very well. The first like five songs, I'd say, were very strong, and then he started to diversify and start doing different like sounding music, like more commercial sounding songs, and this and, and the other. Couple Bashment, you type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bashment song with um, Stylo G and Hailey from Western is yeah. mad. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, record yeah. is mad. I think yeah. at the moment, I think I even prefer that to the Movado song, if I'm honest. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Uh, I do, I do. Shouts out to my brother Dreddy as well. On the hot take. I'm with it. I, no, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking at with moment, it. But it's a hot at take. The moment, at the moment, that song, like that song for me is a matter mm-hmm. record. Like mm-hmm. the Movado song is, a, is, a, is, is still big, but mm-hmm. I just feel like the production, like for example, if we were outside right now. Yeah. And that came on in a dance. Yeah. The, it's, it's mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. it's just... I mean, the record's called Party You Keep. It's mad. Do you get what I'm saying? Bruv, I miss so, being yeah. in the dance. Right now, you know me and I hate Bashman. I like old school dancehall, but I hate Bashman. Mm. But right now, if they said Dane, there's a there's a dancehall, there's a Bashman there's rave. There's Brother, yeah. I will put on... I will put on... I'll put on the same colour head to toe and I will mm. do my blocks in two bunches like the yard man them and I'll be <laughs> Depp on Gaza, bruv. I will be straight in there. Boy. I'll miss a rave, you know. I'll I'm, miss it, I'm bruv. In, uh, I miss outside badly, but I am like, even so, for example, a little sidetrack for the music talk. We'll get back into the music in a sec. But mm. sidetrack. So I went out today um, for a socially distanced walk with the family. Love that. And bro, the park was busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah. bro. bro. I didn't like it. The park is festivals not, now. It's the yeah, only place people like, can go. Yeah, bro. Nah, man, there was too many people there. No mm. one's wearing a mask because everyone's outside. And I'm like, yo. 
We don't mm. want to dance with that COVID devil mm. there again. You get me? Hey. So if hey. a party's keeping, if a party's keeping, bro, it's like you really got to evaluate how much you want to be inside that party. See, me personally, if I can be inside the DJ booth away from everybody. But that's oh, where we live, bro. Me. That's yeah, where yeah, we live. Yeah, for real. Let me tell you, real, I, real. I stopped raving a long time ago, but I'm in the rave. You know, like that. I stopped <laughs> raving. Yeah, but yeah, I'm in the rave, like, the rave. yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah, I'm not yeah. in the, I'm, I'm at a table or I'm at, it was DJ booth and I'm doing up, I'm doing up yeah, fanboy yeah, yeah. business. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, no, 100%. Trust me, trust me, trust so, me. So yeah, me. so um, that, that, that project's very, very strong. Chip's project um, is wicked. Let me yeah, just say yeah. as well, let me just mm-hmm. say real quick, because we had the privilege of listening to some of the tunes on this project or what would it have been, Ill? Nearly two a year years. A year and a half ago, nearly two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I remember conversations we had with Chip where we was like, this is the, this is where you need to be. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you've, you've gotten the battle scars. You've given out plenty scars. Now yeah, yeah, remind yeah. them what, what of you're really you saying of who you yeah, really yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. And I genuinely yeah. think he's done that. I think with the exception, no, I'm not even going to say that. I would put him up against anyone in the UK for a versatile artist. I don't think there's mm-hmm. anyone who can say they are more versatile than him and not only versatile but versatile at a high level not like i'm trying a ting here it might come off it Mm. might not no he'll go on a bashment record and shell he will go on an Mm. old school grime and shell he can flow Mm. over uk garage beats and shell he can do the hip-hop just as good as anyone else do you know what i mean like Mm. he is high level functioning across Mm. genres and that is so unique there's not many people who can say or do that um so yeah, I was re- I was really really pleased with this. I don't know why he called it a mixtape instead of an album again. Like I know he's you know saving what? his album Do you know titles. What? I mean, I can give a bit of insight on that. At go on, one go on. stage, he was actually going to have the whole thing hosted. He didn't want he didn't want the pressures of doing an album for it to need to have to chart and all of that. What his thing was, he said like I've done a bunch of music. I just want to put it out. I so it's what so it's more about what happens next for him as opposed to this project. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? But his, his, I mean, I could almost call it an issue yeah. is that he doesn't know how to do anything by half. So no, the moment he, he starts doing yeah. something, the moment he starts working on something, it, it's mad it ends already. up becoming, yeah, it be, yeah, ends yeah, up becoming a serious already. thing. Yeah, 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 so that's yeah. why the mixtape come out. So when you say hosted, what he was going to get like, like a, a DJ, like to, a DJ to host it. Don Don DeMarco, co, co, co. Little chip, monk, monk, monk. He was gonna do that. He was gonna do that at one point, and then eventually, I don't know how he got talked out of it. But well, I'm glad he. I'm glad he yeah. changed his mind I'm because no, he because he actually mind. because of that he want because he wanted people to know this is a mixtape. Like that was the mm. purpose for that. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Mm, but mm. it is what it is. It's like I even see him retweeting someone yesterday who said, "Yeah, the new Chipmunk album is fire," and he was like, "Yo, this is my mixtape." Yeah, yeah, album. you made it clear. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wanted to yeah. make it clear about that. So yeah, man. So yeah. Another project that come out this week, um, courtesy of Fredo. Now, yes. I'm going to be honest. Haven't had a chance to check the whole thing out yet. Okay. Call me. Excuse me. Okay. So you can give us your, your deep dive on it. I want to talk about it properly when we've both listened to it. Because, oh, you know why I say that? that? No, you know why mm. I say that, all Because mm. you see Fredo, yeah? Admittedly, mm. before now, he was a guilty pleasure listen to, for me, yeah? Like, yeah, like I wasn't really trying to claim him. I wasn't being outward in my support of Fredo, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. he's proper grown on me, bro. Like he's, he's, he's better than I gave him credit for. 
Um, do you know what my what my what my view on I, I can't speak to the project, but what my mm-hmm. view on Fredo was it is similar with a lot of artists. Another artist I'd throw into the the similar bracket as Fredo is someone like Mist. Do you get what I'm saying? And and the reason why I put Mist into the similar bracket as Fredo is because they okay they sound nothing alike, but mm-hmm. they both came onto the scene with absolute anthems. Yeah, so yeah, you're just yeah. in like you've come into the game in the deep end. Like yeah. that 100 record that Fredo dropped was insane. Let me say, like, let me tell you something about that record, yeah. Yeah. So when I was back home in Montserrat, there's mm-hmm. a there's an area of Montserrat that's cordoned off, and Americans have bought it up. Americans and rich English have bought it up, and they call mm-hmm. it the plantation, and it's a gated oh. community, right? Okay. It's a gated community, but you can drive through there freely. So you know me, I can't resist the challenge. <laughs> I don't back down from nothing. Yeah, yeah. So I would go through there. Mm. In the 4x4, roof off, Suzuki Vitara, mm. and I'd play that rhythm and I'd drive <laughs> real slow. <laughs> Fuck them, I don't know them, they ain't one hundred and I'd wave. And as the curtains are twitching, I'd be waving, hello, yeah, it's me, hi. Just letting it, yeah, hi. I, that is that is my yeah. anthem. I love that tune. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, even for my bad-minded antics, but I do love yeah. that tune. So what I'm saying, so what I'm saying with that, it's like you've come into the game at, at the deep end. Mm. So... I feel like the artist that we were seeing in the beginning was not developed at all. We didn't know what he was doing. It was just like, okay, I've made one banger. Now mm. I'm in a rush to make another banger. And I feel like a few, a few of the songs he put out early, they were okay, but right. they were just a golf in distance from that record. Yeah. Do you get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. he's obviously since then, he's put out a few projects and I've noticed he's kind of finding his groove. So it's pretty much now we can say, okay, this is the artist now. Now we can kind yeah. of have a judgment on him. Because I, I remember when he first dropped, a lot of people were like, ah, he's all right. He's all right. And I was like, he's, he's, he's successfully made it because the hardest thing to do is make a smash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, the hardest. Yeah, yeah. And he done that yeah. at the gate. But yeah, man. So I'm not going to say anything more on him because on the, the project. So go on, what are you saying? It's, it's not necessarily new music, but have you had a chance yet to take in Jasmine Sullivan and Hotels? Listen to me. Do you know what, right? I haven't listened to the whole project yet. Ew. But I want to say... No, no, but I want to say... I want to say, right? So I've, I've been doing a radio show, people. It's on my mixed cloud. If you go on my, my page up there, you can listen to it, right? Now, when I get to like the last 10 minutes of my show, mm-hmm. like I purposely play in R&B. Purposely. Mm-hmm. Because what's been happening is I've... Especially in, the, in, in Pubmouse, yeah? The, the, the app that should not be named. Fight Clubhouse. Um, Fight, Fight Club, Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's been a lot of rooms opening up and they're saying, oh, like, when do we think R&B is coming back? Like, why isn't R&B here? And do you know what? It never left. Now that I've started doing my radio show again, I'm inundated yeah. with smashes. Like, yeah. bro, smashes. And I'm like, yeah. you lot are idiots. You just got to just go out there and look for the music yeah. or just, do you know what I'm saying? Put your music out, whatever. Anyway, so I was, I was doing my show and I played a record called No BS, which obviously we all know what BS means, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, by uh, Janae Aiko and her. Have you heard that record? Yes, I have. So my take on that record is that when Janae Aiko comes on doing Janae Aiko, yeah, it's wavy. Like, mm-hmm. do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's nice. Mm-hmm. But when her started to sing, my brother. Different gravy. It was lift off. Different it was gravy. Like, it was like Janae. Different. Sorry, darling. But you yeah. need to come way harder on this record. Thanks for coming. It, thanks yeah, for coming. Like, thanks for coming. It was nice. 
but yeah. hers got this from here. Okay, and cool. it's just like, do you get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. when I've pressed play, uh, what's the name of the record? Anyway, Jasmine Sullivan and her are on a song. Mm. I forget the name of the song right now, yeah, but the record they're on. So I played that on my show. Gen- um, so and the thing is as well, yeah, her does that, mm. yeah. When she goes on songs with people, She'll she annihilates them. She'll eat you up on your own tune. Right. But yeah, you yeah, see yeah, this yeah. song with Jasmine Sullivan? She couldn't do that, bro. She couldn't do it, that. What, it, no. Different Jasmine kind of going, gravy, bro. She was going round there's, for round. There's spices in Jasmine's yes, thing. And she said... And I was like, damn. like this rec- So I need to check out the rest of the project. But that record bro. with them two is insane. Listen, insane. I've, I've had that project playing mm. in my car... Obviously, um, we're socially distant. So when I'm going to the yeah. supermarket in my car, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been playing that project, and literally, I must have had it for about I think it's three weeks. It's been out over okay, the course okay. of the three weeks. I would so say it dropped twenty one. Say that again. It dropped in twenty twenty one. No, no, it dropped. Wait, no, did it? It yeah, yeah, no, it did, it did, it did, it did, it did, okay, it did, okay. it did. But um, mm. my favorite song has changed every three days. Okay, literally, okay. like. She's got a tune with Summer Walker. Now, I didn't really know about um, Summer Walker too tough. Is it Summer Walker or Ari Lennox? Wait, let me get the name right. I'm going to check. Hold on, hold on. I'm I'm checking myself. Is it Summer Walker or Ari Lennox? Um, But it's called Sit On It, yeah? Bro? Mm. If you didn't have the vocals and you just had an ad-lib track and the rhythm, you would know what they're talking about already. Like that tune says sex to me. Like it's it's uh, it's Ari Lennox. Sorry, not Summer Walker. My bad. My okay, bad. My okay, bad. Okay. The tune is bad. Then she's got you know me and Anderson Pack. We go together like like Summer and Batty Riders. Like it's, mm-hmm. it is what it is. She's got a tune called Price Tags with with Anderson Pack, where he's in his Anderson Pack bag. You already know what that means. And then yeah, Jasmine yeah. comes on to it with some all in, all in, in my head, all in. Oh my, bruv, this mixtape is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Ari Lennox, Ari Lennox, on it. It's Ari Lennox, Ari yeah, Lennox. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen, bro, listen to that project because <clears throat> it's 14 tracks long, yeah? Mm. But about seven of them are skits that lead into the song. So she's okay, basically okay. talking about... Um, She's basically talking about certain situations and what she, she went on Breakfast Club and she was like, none of these songs pertain specifically to me, but they are stories mm. told through me um, mm. about the women around me. So my aunts, my mum, my cousins, okay, my sister, okay, my this, okay, my that. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. I like um, that kind of disclaimer to be fair. So disclaimer. <laughs> bro, she beat me to it. Because when this, bro, she yeah. beat me to it. Because when I put out this speech therapy EP, I'm going to be yeah. like, no, nah, because all my dons are married. So I'm writing songs yeah, about yeah. them. <laughs> I'm not even trying to claim these songs The record that I want to tell you guys the name of Is a a record called Girl Like Me Featuring her Jasmine and her went round for round And I was like yes Yes I need this So yeah Yeah. there's some good good R&B out there at the moment And that's the last tune on that project And it's such a beautiful way to end the project um, mm. Someone made mention, I think it was Emma. Emma, please DM me that Bobby Wilson, like DM me a link because I keep on hearing this name, but I need to, I need to tap in with that because I keep on hearing this name, yeah. Bobby Wilson. Um, but yeah, as far as new music goes, 2020, 2021 has started mm. very, very well. 
It started yeah, very, it's interesting. very, very well. It's, very, very it's well. Interesting. But the R&B, it's coming back, guys. It's coming yeah, back, guys. Like, I'm telling everyone now. It's not so much it's coming back. It's there if you look for it. You know, I'm, throw, you know I'm throwing my hat in the ring, small, small. Yeah, okay. Bad time, man. Bad time, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We got to get it on and popping. I'm you know what I'm Of anything else um, of note. That's it's been out. too long since I've been quiet. But yeah, yeah no, I'm I'm on my way think? back. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, but man, yeah, man. On the R and B act. So what's all right? The, Ill. What's the, the last one we need to talk about before we get out of here? Go on. So we need to talk about. Okay, so you know how when we was doing the full length version of the tape podcast, we would yeah. put things on the stand. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna write in the comments now. Um, yeah. Oh, Charlie Wilson is Bob. Sorry, Bobby no. Wilson is Charlie Wilson's John. nephew. Okay. Wait, Bobby as in Valentino. Bobby Valentino? Nah, that can't. Wow. Okay, Emma, Emma to... is coming with the facts. Okay, well, while she's doing that, you, you get, let's get on to the next bit. But yeah, that's interesting. Bobby, Bobby Valentino can't be Bob, um, Charlie Wilson's nephew, man. Do you see Bobby? You see Charlie? Um, I'm getting all confused now. You mm. see Bobby Valentino, bro. Mm -hmm. I, I had the pleasure of meeting him in his height of heights, yeah? Mm. And I use the, the, the term height loosely because he's about four foot 11. Mm. My yeah. neck hurts. Don't take the piss. <laughs> right. Uh, he's about four foot 11 to start with, yeah? yeah? And he was just one of those idiots. Like, you know, like when you, know, like when you meet someone and you're famous and you don't know how to handle it? I hear that. Bobby Valentino. That. Absolute okay. idiot, man. Like, absolute okay. idiot. But anyway, they say never Maybe. met your idols. He was never an idol of mine, but I just wish I'd never met him. Maybe his Put years his in the wilderness have gone... gone um, They've, they've, they've humbled him, shall we say. And that yeah, is been... actually, he is the nephew. His name is Bobby Marcel Wilson. Well, I was today years old when I learned I that. Was today, I was now years old. When I and listen, that. let me tell you, that's a great legacy because you see the Gap Band. Girl, you're mm. looking sweeter now. Mm. That outstanding tune will lift yeah, yeah, anyone's yeah. spirits. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I want to discuss this because we used to put things on the stand when we did the full length version of the podcast that mm -hmm. some of you are long-term listeners will be familiar with. However, we mm -hmm. haven't done it as much. We've done it in very, very diet terms when we've mm -hmm. done it on, on, um, on Instagram. But I want to put yes. something on the stand. And the thing okay. that I want to put on the stand is the conceptual idea of pride. Okay, elaborate um, on that. So we have a habit in the UK of building people up to their highest peak just so we can shoot them down. Yeah. If you think about some of the stars who we've built up, they've had meteoric fame, and then we can't wait to shoot them down once they're on top. Yeah. Give an example. So, Give an example. So who's been built up? Who's been built up and shot down? Uh, let me think. Stormzy, as an example, he was, and I know it's certain media outlets that shoot him down. I know he has overall support, but like, say someone like Stormzy, he went all the way to the top, and he was doing all of the right things. And then he did a scholarship in the millions. And then they said that his scholarship was racist or he would go and paint someone's house and he would film it. And then they would say, okay, well, he's self-serving. Do you know what I mean? So things that he would do on his way up, he was seen as, oh my God, mm. like what a good guy and blah, blah, blah. But the moment he's on top, he still does the same things. But now they take on a completely different intonation in, in, mm. the, in, the, um, in the media. Mm. Um, one such creature, <laughs> creature, 
that I wanted to discuss. Yeah. Is Conor McGregor. Now, listen, don't switch off. I know not everybody's a UFC fan or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be, but he's definitely a case study for what I want to talk about, yeah? So, Conor McGregor, for those of you who aren't aware, is a mixed martial artist hailing from Ireland who um, made his fame and fortune within the UFC Ultimate Fighting Championship. He was one of the first people to hold two different titles in different weight classes, but he broke records. He, yeah. he became like the franchise player. So every time he would fight, he would earn 10, 15 times more than the previous fight. Or do you know what I mean? Like he was their guy. Hmm. Um, and then he decided that his fame was bigger than the UFC and the UFC wasn't paying him what he deserved as he felt. So he went and fought Floyd Mayweather in a boxing contest. And that's putting ego against ego because they are both like, well, Floyd is higher than him in terms of mega stardom, but they are both mega stars in their own right. And he lost to Floyd Mayweather. um, And then he went back into the UFC and he fought a couple of people. And he's had what can only be described as a downward spiral, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason that I bring him up is that he is a cautionary tale in in letting fame go to your head. He's a cautionary tale in the team that you came up with, you got on top and then you dashed away the people that kept your feet grounded. So he had a team from Ireland that trained him and he worked with the same team on all the aspects of his fighting, his striking, his holds, his whatever, whatever. Then he got on top And he decided that he wanted to switch up his team and whatever. And ever since, he's been losing. But what has not happened, which is often a byproduct of failure, is humility. Because he's not humble. He is nobody's... He's never been... knows how to spell Isn't now... There's no... He's allergic to humble pie. Mm -hmm. And it got me to thinking because... I'm, I'm a person who... The people around me, yourself included, and stop me if I'm wrong, if I was acting out of character, yeah. I, could, I would be inundated with phone calls. I'll see a big yeah. time now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and yeah. I think in anybody's walk of life, no matter what level of fame, fortune, or attention you attain, it's important mm. to keep those around you who knew you before all of that. Mm. Because you see when you're on top here, yeah? your pride will gas you way more than your accolades. Mm. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's almost like, so, okay, say for example, tomorrow, mm. I got a number one record. Yeah. And then my number one record, Bus in America, so now I'm Billboard chart number one. And tomorrow yeah. I've just gone. Meteoric absolutely rise. gone. You and Cherry can call me and go, nah, but blood, I remember when you was being sit down your own top in a club in Windsor. Or do you get what I'm saying? Like you can, <laughs> you can no, for real, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, bring yeah, me yeah. back facts, down to facts, earth facts. with yeah. the swiftness. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. in that sense, I feel like <clears throat> no matter how big you become, mm. you need people to remind you that you are human, not a God. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? And for me, that is... That's integral because Mm -hmm. when you reach that level of fame, there's going to be a lot of yes men. 
There's going to be a lot of people that will tell you things because they know you're the cash cow. So they will tell you yes to do something, not necessarily in your best interest. Cherry's laughing at that one. He yeah, remembers. Yeah, yeah. They will tell you things, not necessarily in your best interest, but because they know if they say to do this, they mm-hmm. still get paid. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? That's, they still get in a check at the end of the day. That's the poisonous chalice that I, I've, I've witnessed firsthand in all of my years in the music industry. Mm. And even just from paying attention to certain things that I'm not even close to. And we've discussed this in a previous podcast where I've, where I've stated that somebody can be seen as the money. I think it was the case <clears> when we were talking about Tavian and I was saying that, you know, people will hang around a poisonous person. Not that I know Octavian to say he's poisonous, but he's yeah. made it out to be poisonous. So yeah, my, yeah. My, my, they will hang around a poisonous person because they are the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the saying? money's rolling. And, the money's and rolling. I, I feel like, I feel like, I mean, there's various podcasts I've seen and various interviews I've seen where people that have made fame have spoken about, you know, the hangers-on that come and, you know, the 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 get-along gang and the mm. the, the fake the, the fake people that are around them and how mm. it's hard to decipher the truth from, you know, a lie when you're yeah. at you know your pinnacle because you're, you're in an echo t- so yeah yeah you're in, you're in an echo chamber it's yeah. all happening so quickly and yeah. it's hard to decipher so that's why it's important to keep your day ones i mean one person who has had a very um topsy-turvy career i'd say mm-hmm. is nelly i'm sure we all know nelly yeah yeah, Ned yeah, yeah. Or Mo, yeah. Nelly Mo, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Mo Dirty. Miss Jada, Miss Jada swore with the first name and Ti. I think you must have just got it because we were just talking about it. But anyway, I'm going to talk about. Yeah, Nelly I'm not even going to talk about that first name that she just yeah, wrote. Yeah. Now we'll leave yeah, that that's, one. That's yeah, a yeah, swear yeah. word. So what I'm saying is this year. So for example, well, she's right though. To be fair to her, she's absolutely right. Um, so <coughs> Nelly, for example, now Nelly's story. For those of you that don't know Nelly's story, he was part of a group, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the group. Saint Lunatics. Saint Lunatics. Thank you very yeah. much. He yeah, was yeah. part of a group. And this, what happened was, long story less long, is that they said, listen, we're not going to sign the group. We're going to sign you. you. Yeah. So he then had a decision to make at a very early age. Um, but obviously, they're all in the hood. So they're like, nah, you're going to be the group. Yeah? yeah? And I can tell you firsthand that years and years after Nelly's success, right? There was a time in, I think it was around 2012, um, when we were in Atlanta, Nelly had a show in Compound and Nelly invited us to come with him. So there was about, it was a convoy, yeah? Yeah. There was like three, um, what are them cars called? Escalades. There was like mm. three Escalades, yeah? Then there was like a Lambo that he was in. Then there was a Ferrari that one of the other St. Lunatics was in. And I can't remember, but like, the they were doing up car rolls, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, were, they were doing up car show, but the way he rolled, yeah, is that he was the group. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So when he moved, even when he came to the studio and we met him the first time, he came with about seven men. Do you get what I'm saying? And they're like his people. His diamonds are blinging, so are theirs. Do you get what mm. I'm saying? And it's like that unit, that tight unit that they came up with managed to stay together through, do you get what I'm saying? So mm. he was always able to remain grounded to mm-hmm. a degree, because he managed to keep them people beside him. His dogs whereas with him, yeah. Yeah, whereas somebody like Conor McGregor, whose ego, as we spoke about, is as big as it has been, letting Massive. go of, of the people beside him will mess him up. Do you get what I'm mm. saying? Like what you were saying, like, has messed him up. And it's like, for me, 
Like, from being around somebody that's been in the public eye for, for many years, like, I don't think... One thing that I want to say is I don't think it's always easy to grow and evolve, but keep the same people around you. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? The people that can ground you. Because, bro, some of these celebrities have got dickhead friends, you know? When I say dickhead friends, yeah? When I say dickhead friends, yeah? When I say dickhead friends, yeah? I mean things like, I mean things like, you're a whole celebrity. Yeah. But your friend's phoning you to come on a move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's what you would have done. That's what you would have done before you bust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're following you. They need you to come on the move, yeah? Like, you know them ones there? Like, you don't even need the peas. They probably don't even need the peas. But they want But it's just what you know. Yeah, they want to do the move. And they want you to come and be part of it. And when you don't go and be part of that move, it's like, it's it's a big fracker now. What, you're too big for the man them now? What are you telling man? Do you get what, what, you get what I'm saying? What, what, like, you're big time now. What are you telling like, man? Do you get what I'm saying? And it's like, it's, in, an, in an interview, I remember, I think it was, um, Getz was doing an interview. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about, you know, how he was doing certain things as well as music, or mm. illicit things as well as music to the point where he made a decision that he was making enough from music for to be able to sustain his life. Without doing and the, it. Yeah, the and he was getting phone calls yeah, yeah. from his brethrens. Yeah. You're not on it no more. Yeah. You're not on it no more. The man I'm trying to hot... And it's just like, bro, these are the poisonous characters that you can have around you. That own, do you get what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, it, it's hard to judge somebody that doesn't um, keep their day ones around them. But if your day ones are just unfortunately on foolishness, then sometimes it's best you just let them go. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what no, I'm for saying? Real. For real. Yeah, so it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a mad situation. But like, I think, I don't know, man, I, I, the, the topic of pride cometh before all is like, it, it's hard, man. I think, that, I think my take on it is that it's hard to, you know, say that this is how it should go. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I think it's hard. I think if, if we're all fortunate enough, we all come up with like-minded friends and friends that, you know, can ground us and we can hold on to through whatever walk of life we, we go down. Do you get what I'm saying? But it's not always that straightforward. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. obviously, you've been around situations that I was around in the early days where we're, where we're going to professional settings. And it's a amazing. <laughs> With people that don't understand the professional settings, to say the absolute minimum. Who really don't understand professional <laughs> settings. You know what I'm saying? Ew. And it makes you look, it makes you look mad. Mm-hmm. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's, it's like, I think, do you know what I mean? I mean, obviously, there are ways, there are ways to um, handle certain situations. Yeah. Like, for example, there's a line on Nipsey Hussle's, um intro to his last album may he rest in peace when he said circle got smaller everybody can't go mm-hmm. do you get what i'm saying and mm-hmm. it's just like one of them things like we can still be cool yeah but you just can't roll with me everywhere and absolutely. it's how you're gonna re it's how you're gonna react to that information absolutely because that's kind of what it is do you get what i'm saying so i don't absolutely. know i'm babbling on about about the point what i'm making but the point what i'm making is the point what i'm making no it i hear you hard. no 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 you, you've you've, you've made your point you've definitely made your point and i think like, I, I think having lived it as we've mm. lived it yeah 
it kind of informs what you do when you know better. I always say this, when you know better, you do better. And I think mm. having seen the pitfalls through other people's experience, you kind of mm. you kind of move different. Emma, if you want to ask a question, use the questions box so we catch it. Um, mm. I feel like what what okay. So what I want to say, I want to and I want to attach it to the last topic that we had with regards mm. to the whole DJ Tiny thing. Um, okay, okay. I feel like there's 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 a great kind of beauty in putting your people on Mm -hmm. one thing that I've always taken really to heart and I've always liked him I don't always appreciate his delivery but I've always liked his message is Dame Dash um and I'm not talking about when he went on Breakfast Club and he embarrassed um DJ MV well attempted to I'm talking about this specific thing he said this on a Rockefeller video mixtape that I got in New York back in 2004, I think, like early mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was on a tour bus on the Rock the Mic tour and they were interviewing him. And he said, I don't want to be the only millionaire in my clique. That comes with so much responsibility because one, I'm always paying for everything. And two, everyone's looking at me as the, the cash cow. I would rather, instead of me one being a millionaire, I would rather my 10 friends all had 100 grand and they all had their thing that they were building Mm -hmm. so that if one of us falls off, we all give him 10 grand, his backup, and we've all got 90 grand again. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not killing no one. It's not breaking no one's back. Everyone is focused on their own thing, but we're still a collective mm, we're mm, still a team mm, 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 and that really resonated with me because I know the amount of talented people that I have around me mm. and it wouldn't behoove me behoove, behoove it wouldn't be it wouldn't behoove me that I would be in a position of plenty mm. and the people around me have nothing that's not to say that I'm doing out handouts but mm. by the same token if I know for example you're a talented artist. What do you need to make your art flourish? Do you need a gallery? Do you need materials? Do you need yeah, whatever yeah. the right person buying your thing to get like, oh, Jay-Z just bought a, a whoever, whoever painting. Now everybody wants a whoever, whoever. Do you get what I'm saying? Whatever I can do to facilitate your success in your own right, I want to do it. And I don't want favours from that because at the, at the end of the day, that's what you're supposed to do. When you get on, you put your team on. You're not, a, you're not a handout machine. You're not feeding the village. You're empowering the village to do what they can do for themselves. Um, and so in that sense, like when I, because basically this whole Stormzy Tiny thing, DJ Tiny is, can't remember if Stormzy's younger cousin. I don't want to say there's, there's a relation there, but he's a younger for Stormzy. And Stormzy brought him on for relative obscurity to say, you're going to be my tour DJ and you're going to be this and you're going to be that. And he's come under fire recently for what they call payola. Um, Payola meaning that you are not allowed to take money from an artist in order to push their record. So DJ Tiny had a show on Capital Extra um, and some DMs were leaked or exposed. Emails, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, saying, oh yeah, I'll pay your tune, but you have to pay me whatever, whatever, whatever. 
Um, Capital Extra, much like most of those big stations, have a strict playlist that they kind of follow. And then they allow certain DJs, like I know for a time before he moved over, I don't know what the deal is at Capital, but I know for a certain time while he was on um, Radio 1 and 1 Extra, Mr. Jam would have like the record of the week or the universe's biggest record, whatever. And he'd have the discretion to play something that he had found and that was huge for him. And it kind of makes me think that Stormzy did something amazing for someone in his network of getting this Mm. guy to be his tour DJ. Um, I've been in rehearsals with them, like when we rehearsed for Glastonbury and when we rehearsed for the Brits and seeing the level of work that they put in with each other, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Stormzy is a name, DJ Tiny wasn't, but now DJ Tiny has a platform of his own right on this Capital Extra and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just kind of makes me feel like it's, it's, it's almost tricky because once you put people in a position, mm. whatever they do, you're kind of guilty by proxy, if that kind of makes sense. Because without your... Pu- yeah, guilty by association because well, your push... At, at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you get to a certain level, you become a brand. Anybody mm. that you attach to that brand can either uplift the brand or make it or break the it. brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Build or destroy. So when, yeah. when somebody attached to your brand does something like this, it tarnishes the brand. Do yeah. you get what I'm saying? Which is why Capital Extra have allegedly fired him for doing this because they he's fired attached. Him. Allegedly, so this is what the conversation at the moment. Because mm-hmm. um, I was in, I was in. Uh, the pub mouse, the chatty house, the fight club. I was the there. The fight club house, yeah. On Friday, on, uh, I want to say it was Friday. Mm-hmm. And I went into a room because I was Friday years old when I figured out who was guilty of doing this. I'd seen tweets, I'll play your music, but I won't charge you 200 pounds from yeah. various DJs that I follow, like snide remarks. You get what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, tweets yeah, from yeah. these guys. Cheeky and I'm ones. Thinking, yeah, I'm thinking, who are they getting onto? Who are yeah. they getting onto? Who are they getting onto? So I went into this room. I think Lioness, if she's still in this conversation, was the host of the room with okay. MC Lioness and Queenie, who are two dope MCs. Yeah. Okay. And the conversation started and there was just a few of us in the room. And after about 30 minutes of this conversation, people from Radio One was in the room. People from Capital Extra was in the room. Bro, this room went off. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, what, 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 and the, what the outcome of what happened was, and it was interesting for me as a DJ because the, what the outcome was, I class, I, I, unfortunately, I have to class myself as an old school DJ because I'm from a time of vinyl and pirate radio and mm. the, the school of now will never understand what that is. So I'm old school. So yeah. the old school DJs in the room were like, listen, we have never ever charged somebody to play music. Yeah, you yeah. are taking advantage of, of, um, of your position it's abuse of power of, you, yeah. you're abusing your position but you're also abusing the artist that you're um, charging because if a Chip or a Fredo come to you with their new record you're not charging them anything but if Joe Bloggs who's on his come up and he's already not making any money but he's grinding to do his thing comes forward you're slapping them with a fee and it was like that's kind of like abuse of power kind of mm. thing but that mm. was what the old school um DJs mentality mentality Mm. the new school uh people artist managers in the room um DJs etc etc well not so much DJs because even the new school DJs were like listen um 
you know, like I don't really charge because I like to just be in control of what I play as opposed to trying to make a quick buck for what I play. Yeah. So what, what was happening was the new school people were like, okay, if we want to get our music onto GRM or LinkUp or any of these platforms, we have to pay. Yeah, yeah. And then they were saying like, you know, like there's always talk of pluggers, but for us to get our music to a plugger, we have to pay. Mm. So when a DJ turns around and says he's got a prime time slot on a Friday night on a big radio station, we've paid for everything else. It's attractive. Yeah, like this don't yeah. even seem as expensive as the rest of it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was kind of yeah. like it was kind of like a thing, and it was it was very interesting. Like it was a very interesting thing. But the bottom line of the whole conversation is that it's illegal mm. because radio radio stations have been established, or the or the platform or the outlet of radio has been established for years. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And it is regulated. So mm. the way that it's regulated with PRS and this and that and the other, you can't be making a buck off of people trying to make a buck. Do you get what I'm saying? Your money's supposed to come from the radio station and that's how you make your money. If you yeah. want to go and do shows and other things outside of that, then that's how you add to your branch. But your branch is in, in the, the radio station. Do you mm. get what I'm saying? And it was like, it was a mad, it was, a, um, it was just a mad conversation that went on in there. Do you get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like, I don't know, bruv. It's like... Well, okay, so, okay. That's what let's, I was going to say. I remember what I was going to say. Go on, yeah? go on, go on, go on, go on. Now, what I was going to say is, it just got, it kind of is a show of what's been happening now and the platforms that people are used to paying have been taking the piss out of mm. musicians, bro. Mm. For years. Mm. To the point where people that have just come in the game think it's okay, but it's not okay. Like, mm. payola in this thing is mad. But you know isn't it isn't it just isn't it just cutting out the middleman? Because essentially you've got a player plugger. Uh, oh God, pay a pay plugger. a plugger. It's the tramadol. Pay mm -hmm. a plugger and Sauvignon Sundays. Which mm -hmm. you've got to pay a plugger to plug mm -hmm. your record to the same DJ who will play it. Isn't there mm -hmm. something to be said for well, you're just cutting out the middleman and stopping having to play the plugger? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You're, so, you're, so you're literally is, going so straight where, to source. This is where basically, this is where basically <clears throat> people are taking the malice out of DJ Tiny's actions. Right. Because of what you're saying. It is a situation where other people are making money doing this. Why can't I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the immorality of the situation is the fact that it is illegal. Because you that. sign a contract with a radio station saying that this is the, what I'm going to do. So that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, now, yeah. If you know about um, Maurice from the Rampage sound system, he's yeah. on a he's on the BBC Radio One, but he also has a plugging platform company. How does that, that work, he, though? Isn't that a conflict of interest? That, he, no, he had that platform that he had that company from for years before he ever before, before he ever signed, and it, it's different in me saying pay me to play your record mm. or pay me to get your record played by the masses. Do you get what I'm saying? I have. So like, so yeah. it's like, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's a, it's a it's a completely different thing, bro. But yeah, yeah man, like my takeaway from the <laughs> my takeaway from the whole thing is the fact that I feel like people need to understand that the platforms that we're all going to, which is your link ups, your G your GRMs, are taking the piss, bro. 
They've been taking the like they're big platforms and they're all established in that, but they've been violating new and upcoming artists for years. Yeah, it sounds that because, way. Because you see what happens, yeah. Like for example, back in the day, and I hate saying back in the day because it makes me sound old. But we're not old. Back in the day, when, sorry, no, I'm twenty one. Back in the day, back in yeah. the day when we had Channel AKA or Channel U, depending on what you know it by. Yeah. You used to have to send in your video, right? Mm. And you'd send your video in and you'd have to pay a registration fee. Do you get what I'm saying? For your yeah. video to be reviewed and rare tear, rare tear, rare tear. Yeah. For it to be seen. And then if it was successful, it would be uploaded. And that at the time was frowned upon. Mm. No, Sorry, yeah. that question has come up. Um, Sorry, that, bro. That, at the t- it was frowned upon. Go on, take this one. No, 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 no. I was, I was just going to put it into the, into the conversation. Um, but finish your point, bro. Finish your point. And Emma, yeah, ask, so, use the questions box to ask your question yeah. so we catch it. There's a, there's a question down here somewhere. Like, it's like down Go there. on, Il. So, finish your point. Yeah, so my, no, my, that's pretty much my point. It's like people are taking the piss out of musicians, new up-and-coming musicians, and mm. then bending over backwards for established musicians. And I just yeah. think it's whorish and embarrassing. Do you yeah, get yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and I yeah. feel like I feel like something needs to be. I feel like it should be officiated. But the problem is, where these platforms are completely independent, you can't officiate them because they're going to do business how they're going to do their business, and that's just the end of it. But I feel like, um, what what artists need to understand is that when you put your video up onto a YouTube platform, if that video goes and gets a million views, mm-hmm. you see none of the money. Mm. So that mm. platform was already receiving a ton of money from YouTube. Mm. So for you to then give them £300 or whatever, and then you go and blow up and then they receive more money and you're seeing nothing on the back end of it. Back in the day, you could have said, well, at least it might leverage me some shows. But what shows are you doing in the next two years? Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, a, yeah. it's a mad thing, but that's all I have to say about that. What was, um, what was Cherry's comment? He was just saying with regards to, to payola, it's a kind of situation where, you know, if you're in a position of power, then you can really, you can really um, affect the charts because essentially someone could pay you the right amount of money and all of, a su- all of a sudden they've got a number one based on the fact that you've, you've, you've manipulated the market. Do you get what I mean? You've manipulated the charts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of the point I was trying to make earlier. Like, with PRS and things like that, you if 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 you're in a position of power, you're controlling mm. the market share and who's getting paid out of the bigger pot. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like it, I don't understand it, but at the end of the day, like for me as a DJ, and I'll just say this as a purist DJ, like the music that I play is my reputation as a DJ. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So me taking money to pay to pay to play what people are willing to pay for it's kind of me selling out because imagine like everyone knows me for playing the best R&B for example yeah. I know I need to listen to Ill Ill plays the best R&B and then because the, the R&B guys that are, that are making the hottest music are not yeah. paying me yeah. I now start playing a bunch of shit yeah, who's yeah, coming yeah, back yeah. to listen to me bro no one ain't rating you do you get what I'm saying? They're not no one ain't rating you. you. Yeah, yeah. You get me? Yeah, Cherry's yeah. coming with the loophole saying you can play that one paid for tune every 15 minutes, yeah? But the and point just is the, grab the bag. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, integrity, just, really. It's, in, it's, it's integrity. It's integrity. It's, it's, yeah. it's, made, it's mainly integrity. Do you get what I'm saying? So I feel I like, know, man. you know what? I feel like 
and it's a question that I want to ask you, but by the same token, I don't want to put you on the spot because the game no, no, is dirty. The game is very dirty. If Paola, yeah. If pa- and 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 there's got to be it's payo it's integrity tinged Paola is what I'm describing here because yeah. I know that Ill won't play nothing that he don't fuck with. Like mm. I've known that since I've known Ill. Like yeah, he 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 wouldn't put something in his mix that he's mediocre about. He only plays music that he loves. Yeah, and so in that sense, if Paola was, how can I describe this? Okay. New up-and-coming artist, Shaniqua Tanisha, yeah? yeah? Shaniqua Tanisha has got a banging R&B album, whatever, EP. No one really knows about Shaniqua Tanisha, but she's got, <clears throat> she's got financial backers. Let's leave it at that. She's got financial yeah. backers. Mm. You like her music, yeah. but you're playing music that no one is really going to know at all. You know yeah. that once you play it, it will blow anyway, yeah. But you've worked for 15 years to build your platform. Mm-hmm. If Shaniqua Tanisha says, obviously I'll pay you for your time if you play my records, and it's legal, are you taking mm-hmm. payola? I think when you throw in and it's legal, that messes up the whole thing because it's not legal. That's like you that's like you saying to me, if I give you a key and it's we- legal, are <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah, like yeah, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Like, bro, like, come on. It's, it's good money. Like, do you get what I'm saying? If it's legal. I think, I think I... what issue is this here? Like, I, I'll explain something like as a DJ. So, for example, for those of you that know me well, you will know that my summers were spent in Mykonos. Yeah? I'd go out to Mykonos and I'd play. And for those of you that haven't been to Mykonos, I used to call Mykonos before it got bait, like, 2020. But mm. pr- prior, to Mykon- prior to that, I used to call Mykonos the millionaire's playground. Because mm. you would see millionaires that are not famous out there losing their fucking mind. Like, mm. it's the millionaire's playground, yeah? So every drug under it's the sun... It's a safe sun, space. Yeah, it, it's a safe space. Every yeah. drug under the sun, I'm seeing Saudi princes, the people that are building uh, Abu Dhabi and Dubai, all these people are in the club, misbehaving, doing things that, that they never do back home in their own country, right? Yeah. All these things are happening. So I'm playing in the only, well... There was a toy room, but toy room's literally a room like my studio, which is very small, yeah? So it's literally the only R&B hip-hop club. So it is my job to turn this club up, yeah? So that's what I'm doing. I'm right. turning up the club. You Killing. Yeah? Yeah, yeah? I've got I've got my boss introducing me to all these famous people because they're feeling my music, yeah? yeah? Ego on blast now, you get me? Yeah. This guy comes up to me in the middle of the dance, yeah? And he says to me, listen to me, man. I'm about to leave, yeah? He takes 300 US dollars out of his pocket and he puts it on the turntable. And he says, bro, I need you to play Beyonce Halo for me right now. Right now. Today now. What did you do, bro? I put Beyonce Halo on that deck. I put Kanye West click on that deck and I mixed that fucker and made the club jump. That's what I did, yeah? That's what I did, yeah? But that is cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? That is cool. Man took that $300 and oh, you know slammed what? that Fuck shit it. on the Fuck table. It. And listen to me, bro. Let me tell you now, yeah? Right? That was the easiest $300 I have ever earned. You get me? It matched my wages for the, for the, for the set. Do you get what I I'm saying? That. So I was I like, that. let's go, yeah? Now, there's nothing wrong with, with a little bit of that, yeah? 
for those of you that understand how dancehall works, we understand how the money pull-up goes. When people are feeling the music, they dash money at the DJ for him to rewind the song again. Yeah. These are how DJs hustle. Yeah. Do you hear what I'm yeah. saying? What I'm not finna do, in my personal integrity, yeah, is see someone on the come up and say, I can help you, yeah, but I need, to, I need something at your pocket first if I've got the platform for it. Do you understand yeah, yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah, that's yeah. like my thing. So when you talk about, <laughs> when you talk about, um, when you talk about, so I see someone coming and yeah. they're on the come up and I'm fucking with what they do and I've got a platform that can help them. You're going to back them regardless. They, they come to me. No, but they come to me and say like, listen, I can pay you. I'm yeah. more inclined to say, listen, this guy over here is a plugger. Yeah. yeah. Go to him. Yeah. yeah right. And pay him that money to get your music. But I want an interview. I want to sit down. I want jingles. I want fucking yeah, 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 yeah. Pattern yeah? my thing so and I'll pattern you your thing. Yeah. When you blow, I can turn around and say, yo, like in the beginning, I found this person. I got dub plates. I, I got exclusives. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, then, yeah, 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 and yeah. then on your victory lap, I'm trying to link you again so that we can talk about that conversation you had. Tour DJ, tour DJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, then I can turn around and say, okay, in the industry, I made this happen. I made that happen. Mr. Jam's forever the guy turning around and saying, if I didn't see German Whip in my inbox, that tune would never Never bust. Absolutely ill. Talk the things ill. He can run around. He can run around and say that. Absolutely. And it's like, what German Whip sparked off for the whole country was a madness. But Mr. Mm. Jam is wearing that S on his chest for that Mm. moment. No other DJ can chat shit to him. Because he's, he's got wa- that. He's walking into contract ne- renegotiations with his own bosses saying, I yeah, move the his, charts. With his chest. Like he, I move the charts. Absolutely. As a, D, as a yeah. DJ, that's where your clout and collateral needs to be in my perspective. The yeah. quick hurry come up hustle for £200 to me is mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a question. There's a question that you've been asked and I don't want to rush this conversation because, ill. Yeah. what you just said there... Yeah, <clears throat> I wish you said it in Fight Clubhouse because I I genuinely believe if you'd have said it in the room and I was mm. briefly in the room you was talking about I recall but then I got a phone call from back home mm. but if you'd said that in the room mm. I think a lot of DJs would have gone back to the drawing boards of their own where do I stand in this yeah yeah, t- yeah, yeah do you get yeah. what I'm saying like, no, but do you know what it was because I was in the conversation but I weren't really too vocal because I, I was what it is, I have to. I had to be very careful. That obviously, my ties, my ties with um, Cash Motto and Chip can be seen for me to be. Do you get what I'm saying? Bias dancing or... on a man's not yeah. even bias, but just dancing on a man's moment because it is a negative impact for Murky. You know what I'm that. saying so. Out of integrity for myself, I was I like, hate, you know what? Yeah, 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 just, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me just. There's politics involved. Yeah, let me let me keep yeah. it calm and collected. Yeah. But go on. What's the question that I've been asked? So there's there's one more question. We should finish with this because this might be a nice yeah. little anecd- anecdotal vibes, yeah? Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if they... I was about to bait it up. Okay, DJ Illness, I was supposed to be on the same tour bus, but please tell us what was your best memory from the Gigs tour? Smiley face, smiley face, eyebrow face. Gigs tour? I went on no tour with Gigs. Well, that's what the end gig? of that question. <laughs> there was a question with regards to a gigs tour. So you didn't do... You... I didn't do gigs tour, no. I did not do gigs tour. Okay. Sorry. All right, I've what played, we'll do then? I've what we'll do then? Gigs. I've played for gigs a few times. Like, he's come out a few times on my set, but 
No, I was so on the bus. Let's let's do so, this then. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do what is your best memory of touring? Like on stage touring. What is your best memory? I'll do mine after. You go first, bruv. You go first. I've really got to think. I really um, got to think. I tell you what, right? I tell you what. One do you know what, yeah? One of the greatest feelings I had, yeah. Yeah. As as a tour DJ, yeah, and it was a long time ago, but I'll never forget this. I was in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. And what had happened was we were still new to the game. Chip had just done his deal with um, Sony mm. and we were in Glasgow and we were on tour. Tinchy Strider was the headline tour. We were the supporting act. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, the, yeah. the album was about to, Chip's debut album was about to come out. And we're in Glasgow now. We'd done a lot of shows, but we'd never been to Glasgow before. So mm. we're, in a different, we're in a different environment. And I pressed play on Oopsie Daisy. And when I heard the crowd in Glasgow sing that back, I was on the phone to management next day and I said, you know what? I think this record's going to go, you know? I think it's going to go number one. And the record went number one. That was a mad moment for me. That was a mad moment. Like, I just remember pressing play because I'm just thinking like, we're out of ends. Like, it's a bit different. You get what I'm saying? But when the callback came, I was like, fuck me. This is like, this is, and the record went number one. So that was one of my best moments. I rate that. I, I don't that, care I if it's obviously Daisy and, and it's a song that no one, everyone will say, oh, but that's not my thing. But it Bro, was big there's record. many people who can't say what you're saying. Like, that's the, that's the, go. that's the top and bottom of what you're saying. Um, I think my best, my best um, memory of tour. Mm. Uh, and you know what? I was so high. I can't remember which Scandinavian country it was, mm. but we was, I was doing quabs. I was um, mm. doing um, background vocals for quabs. And we went um, in our show. Quabs's tune at the time was "Gotta slow walk, gotta take this high." You know that kind of like trappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would do that as his encore. Mm. And um, we was at one of these festivals. Ninety thousand people, just a sea of heads. <laughs> and we'd done the set. The set banged, and we were supposed to come out for walk. But there was a problem with Quabs's mic. Mm. And there was like dead air between us finishing our set and then coming back to do big up skeet inside, coming back to do the encore. Mm. And like everyone was like faffing. And I was like, rags, I'll just go out and talk to the crowd. So yeah. I just walked out, yeah, with the yeah. mic, 90,000 heads. And I've gone, shh. Yeah. And it's, everyone's gone, shh. <laughs> and I've gone, so there's one song missing from our set. Yeah. I, said, <laughs> I said now listen if you want us to play the song that we haven't played yet yeah i'm free i need you to go ballistic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i said wait 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 wait, wait. i said on three <laughs> so i'm going shh the whole crowd's gone shh. Ninety thousand heads yeah. ill like yeah, i yeah. felt like jesus nazareth yeah, yeah, yeah. himself part of, part sorry i know that's blasphemous but um so i've gone i told him shh they'll all come down again and I said, one, two, three. It ro- bro, it felt like slow motion, bruv. Drinks yeah, yeah, yeah. went in the air. Flags yeah, yeah. went in the air. Light people went in the air. Under fire footers went in the air. A midget got tossed in the... Like, it was mad. Like, And it's, it's weird because it was so impromptu, but that was one of the most... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, just monumental just, yeah, experiences yeah, yeah, yeah. for me in that moment being on tour. 
I'll, I'll ne- absolutely never forget that. Absolutely never forget that. Bro, I I'll miss touring, you, you know. I'll tell you, I'll tell you another story talking mm. about tour, yeah? This was one of the worst experiences I had. Yeah. So, we we were, this was like um, champion times now. Yeah? yeah. Champions the record. So, we, we, you know, in Glastonbury, you've got the pyramid and you've got the other stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the other stage they're is both, wham. They're both similar size. Pyramids yeah. obviously left the, like the main thing. Yeah, we yeah. were we were chosen to open the other stage. The other stage, right? okay. So we've done our sound check, and when I tell you the energy backstage is mm. it's banal, we're buzzing. You get yeah, me? Yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah we yeah. got we because the thing is, we were doing Glastonbury in the middle of a tour. Mm. So when you're touring, like this was like show number nine. We're yeah. in sync. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like Everything's clicking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. this is Glastonbury. Like, we're in Glastow. Let's fucking do this, yeah? Yeah. Gone on the stage, bruv, and I've pressed play on the song. No sound. Tricky. No sound. I'm looking on the mixer. I can see my laptop's moving. No but sound. nothing's coming out. No sound. You get me? No sound. No sound. Stress. So I've turned around to my tech like this, like, yo. <laughs> but obviously I can't say nothing because the mic is there. I'm like, yo, the tech's come running over, wires are whatever, 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 whatever. And then somehow I've seen something and I'm like, one sec, I've clicked a wiring. <laughs> sound. Brother, when I tell you my heart was beating so hard that you in your mouth see, you could see my chest and my neck moving. You get me? Because the the, the <laughs> drum, the, like the 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 band can't actually start playing no. until I've done my little thing. Everything's so, on click. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know this. So yeah, we yeah, was yeah, we yeah, were yeah. starting with yeah. "We Will Rock You." Okay. When that song and the maddest thing was, yeah, like it, I could only manage to get it to come out of the left channel. Yeah. You get me. Yeah. But it was loud enough for the whole... To gas when it, I tell yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I looked out, bruv. I've, I've got a picture of it. I need to post this on my website, actually. I've got a picture at Glastonbury. I couldn't see the back, man. Mm. You get me? Like, I can mm. see... It's just a seat and you can't see the back. Mm. When I've looked up and I've seen people going... I'm like... Ooh. Sick. You get me? Sick. And then, like, what was meant to happen was... I was meant to play, at the time, Beautiful People by Chris Brown was a mm. record that we were going to play... And then after beautiful Banger. people, I had to cut it. Banger. I had to, I had to try and because Chip's on stage, it's Glastonbury. I'm trying yeah. to get his attention to say we can't do beautiful people in yeah, the yeah. middle of the set. So every time yeah. he's turning back, yo, yo, like I'm trying to like, yo, yo, you get me? That was a but, bruv. That when I left that stage, I was like, thank praise the Lord. Like you know yeah. what? <laughs> kind of moment. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that was. Mad. There's okay. So there's something I want to say. Yeah. Mm. And I want you guys to get involved. If you're not following the Take Pod UK already, you need to make sure because I need you to mm. send DMs. Yeah. So yeah. I was having a debate in Fight Clubhouse with my American family, and we mm. was debating stadium music versus anthems. Yeah. So I want us to talk about this next week, Ill. I'm gonna put it in the production okay. notes. Yeah, yeah. We are talking about what songs are like anthems, sing along anthems, whatever. And what qualifies as stadium music? Now, having had the debate myself already, there's a certain criteria that I would consider stadium level songs. Like, it don't make sense to play them on in your car. They are best suited to 
Wembley Arena, Wembley State Nightly Thousand, yeah. Madison Square Garden. Like they are that level. Yeah, but give an example of one of those though, just so I know. Before. You just gave one. Beautiful people. What? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere I go. And even the way it builds. And I know it's an EDM track at its heart, but there are other versions, other genres that I'm going to, we're going to have this conversation. I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. Niggas in Paris. Ball so hard, more fuckers born to find me. Bruv, that is stadium music, bruv. No, but that, res- that resonates in a club still, man. Bruv, I, I can tell that is stadium yeah. music. It's mad. We, we need to do... All right, so this is what I want everybody to do, yeah? Mm. I want you to give me one example of a song you believe is stadium music and one song that I think... That you think is an example of an anthem. Now, an anthem might be a... Sweet Caroline... Bah, bah, bah. Uh, do you know Do you what, get what I'm saying? For some reason, for some reason, every time Arsenal win a game, they play that song and it jars me because it's yeah. got nothing to do with my team. I hate it when they play it at a boxing. Like, what has yeah. boxing got to do with Sweet Caroline? Like, yeah. Anthony Joshua walks out to it certain times. It's yeah, mad. Bruv, like, what are you doing? So yeah, listen, anyway. this, is, this is what I'd say. Get in our DM. So the Take Pod UK, if you're not following it already, make sure you're following it. Um, I want you to give an example of each... And if you've got the time, please give your rationale as to why. Um, mm-hmm. Another stadium track. You mentioned it again. Yeah, that's that's a stadium. 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 Do you get what I'm saying? As stadium as it gets. That so right. I want to have this debate with you. Not even a debate, yeah, but I want to have the conversation the con- because I conversation. yeah. Let's let's have the conversation yeah, because I feel like. Do you get what I'm saying? Right, yeah, yeah, man. Production notes. will do that. Be, I'm sticking be, yeah, it in right now. Okay, people. Um, that's been the take podcast for this whole week. Shouts out to you guys in the chat, uh, repping on the comments. Love, love to each and every single one of you. Mm. I have been DJ Illness UK, my co-conspirator. It's Dane says, Dane Dyer, Dane if your family, housewife's favorite. Peace and love. Tramadol King. Yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> Uh, I feel guys, like I've I'm... done well, you know. I feel like I've yeah, done yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, you've done well, man. How did you do it? Did you sleep funny, bro? Bro, no. You know what it was? I was... Cherry's going to laugh at me. But I was doing... Um, I was doing like... What do they call them? Supersets? I was okay. doing supersets and I felt something go, but it yeah. wasn't the end of the world kind of thing. Okay. So I've had a hot shower. I've deep heated yeah. it and all the rest yeah. of it. Then I woke up in the morning and I'm literally like this. Just... Oh my God. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Bro, when I tell you, it took me to physically turn my head straight to start the day. Wow. My neck was stiff and it just wow. hasn't gone. It hasn't gone. I've tried yeah. to do everything else, but it just hasn't gone. But we, we move anyway. We move. We move. All right then, guys. Move. Until next week from myself, deuces. Absolutely. Absolutely. Please, please, please. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, tell three people. If you've hated it, tell five. Because as we know, Bad news travels faster than good. Make sure you are following both of the moderators, <laughs> Clubhouse Talk. <laughs> um, and make sure you are following um, the Take Pod UK. That's at the Take Pod UK. If you're tweeting, make sure you add hashtag what's your take and just mm. get involved, man. We love what we do. 
but you, the audience, makes it worthwhile. We don't look at you as supporters or fans. We look at you as family. You are all hashtag takers in our eyes. Um, and we appreciate you joining us every week for conversation and good times. But until next Sunday, we will see you soon. Love and light, guys. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.